Hello and welcome to this podcast where I, John Bibby, the lead for the GPM Plus Healthy Practice Programme, I'm talking today with one of the practice managers, Joanne Rowe, who was on the uh, first of our programmes. Thank you for talking today, Joanne, and uh, uh, fire away, just tell us a little bit about yourself, if you don't mind. So, uh, Joanne Rowe, and I'm from um, Foresight Practice in York, dispensing practice uh, from a couple of our sites. And uh, yeah, I've been uh, um, in the practice management role for um, about 13 years. Thank you very much. So, uh, well experienced uh, and, and uh, been in the practice for a good while. And yet, like with all of us, there's an awful lot of pressure at the moment. And so we'll talk about in a minute why you joined the Healthy Practice Programme and what it was that made you think that would be helpful for you. Uh, but for those folks who don't know, um, you probably know about the uh, education programmes under the Healthy Practice that are available that you might have seen through the GPM Plus uh, website. But what we're talking about today is the six-month programme that practices can join to help them to, to achieve some change that they're wanting to achieve. And this is a programme based on the healthy practice model. And the, by the definition of the healthy practice, we say a good place to work and a good place to be a patient. So the healthy practice model, the six month programme, is a facilitated programme where the practice team, after doing a uh, self-assessment, uh, are come up, able to come up with a little action plan for what they want to achieve in their practice, not guided uh, and under anybody else's agenda, under what the practice wants to achieve. And they're helped and supported with a facilitator uh, to work out what would be the best courses uh, for them to um, have certain of their staff to attend. And then there are support meetings, peer support meetings with the other practices on the programme to help them know where they start. There is a uh, uh, culture survey for all the team at the beginning and at the end of the six months and a smaller, what we call a temperature check culture survey done every couple of weeks. Then the management team know what the feeling and mood is within the, in the team. So there's quite a lot of support. So there's that personalised support, there's the tools of the self-assessment and the development plan we've talked about, and the culture survey, and then all the wellbeing education programmes. But Joe, Joe, what was it that you particularly wanted to sign up for? What made you, with this busy time that we've got, what made it feel worthwhile for you to sign up to this programme? Yeah, it was, it, was, um, it was a big decision, really, because... Um... Obviously, it's been crazy since COVID, yeah. um, during COVID as well. But it was all because of that. Well, it result of that. Um, the last three years, um, the staff were exhausted. They worked so hard, mm. becoming demoralised because of uh, negative patient feedback, negative press feedback. Everybody was exhausted. We were starting to lose staff. Staff were just fed up um, in, in terms of, you know, you know, I'm, I'm doing this, and and I'm getting you know some some tough tough questions from from people, and some tough times. Uh, we felt we couldn't not do it. We've got a really strong team of um, team leaders and, and managers uh, within the practice, so we had a chat and decided this is something that we felt we all should do, and and it was very positively embraced. So, as you say, a really hard decision in some ways uh, because of all the busyness, but you felt that you 
because of all that busyness and the pressures, that's what made you feel you needed yeah. to, to be able to do this. Absolutely. If we're losing staff um, yeah. because they just can't cope with with you know what's going on, um, and a lot of it was down to negativity about you know you've been closed through COVID and stuff yeah. like that. Um, if we're losing staff on that basis, we need to do something to help them. And and people have worked so so hard throughout this this whole period and. Um, we needed to improve work-life balance um, because everybody was doing extras because people either were leaving or they were off poorly. Um, and we needed to do something to support people. Um, and because it's not easy to recruit, um, you know, there's not as many people out there that uh, are available to, to do the job, uh, are trained to do the job, but actually people that are wanting to come in and work. Um, so this is what we we're finding. We thought we've, we've got to look after, we, we've always tried to look after our team anyway. But this is something where we thought, actually, we really do need to do. Let's see what we can do to try to, um, you know, um, contain, basically, and support. Yeah, great. And uh, uh, I can see that it was a, a, you know, not quite a breaking point, but it was getting towards that situation. It was hard. Yeah, yeah. I think everybody's found it really, really hard. So, um, as folks probably know, the. Um, well-being education courses that are available are in three work streams the personal resilience the team well-being and resilience and then a bit about uh, a work stream for systems resilience um, so I presume that when you were feeling that the practices practice was under pressure and you needed to help the well-being that some of these courses and some of the support and resources were were of useful use to you did your staff go on any of these courses and yeah yeah they did so um a lot of them actually and and we had some really positive feedback from them as I mentioned we've got we have team leaders and managers mm. so we basically explained the the situation to them the program to them and, and the managers and team leaders were involved in all the um sort of peer support stuff that we had through um the healthy practice program as well um, and then they would cascade and discuss with their with their teams, their relevant areas, and work through with them, uh, go through the courses with them to see which they wanted to go on and encourage them and allow them time within their working day to attend, you know, somewhere just an hour and a half, mm-hmm. um, which um, there, were, there was, I remember one particular person that um, was feeling a little bit lost, and um, I think it was the... Um, personal resilience one I think it was um and and he came back to me afterwards and said thank you so much for uh, allowing me the time to do that that has helped me enormously and you know we were getting stuff like that back from um, some of the people that went on these courses most definitely great so that's nice to hear that individually they found the courses useful what uh, outcomes and benefits would you say that you experienced in your practice from the six-month program so one of the challenges before we get to that was the a two week um, temperature check, check survey. Um, right. And so we had somebody that was actually um, keen to make sure um, that we got the result, the responses back and encourage people to do it. So we have one particular person that took it under their sort of um, as their remit to actually communicate uh, and encourage. Uh, and the team leaders and managers did that as well. So. Um, that that feedback was so important it's it's it seems it's a really difficult to um difficult thing to achieve but actually if you can schedule that in to get that feedback you get the rewards afterwards yes that's our experience anyway 
I think from our perspective, in terms of what we saw at the end of the programme uh, and when you get that um, that report back from um, the Healthy Practice Programme, which sums up all the feedback that you've got, we were thinking, have we made much of a difference? But I cannot express to you enough how much of a lift, I, could, I still feel myself getting quite emotional about it now, yeah. how much of a lift that gave us when we saw the outcomes and the responses and the feedback that we got. So... Yeah. Just to quote a few of the things from there, we, we saw an improvement in 28 of the 32 uh, questions that were asked. Um, we uh, everybody there was an average work-life balance score, and that rose across all the staff groups. Um, the, the positive feelings about work increased from 58% to 84. I mean, that's just it was incredible for us. And and staff because we listened to staff and and we implemented some of the changes that they were sharing with us. Um, you know, a lot of the things we implemented as we went along and, and I appreciate that not everybody can do that, but we were keen to do this. But the positive effect on staff wellbeing that's been reflected in that was, you know, was massive. Um, things that we've done, uh, things like we've introduced wellbeing corners. So in, in some of the sites, we've got wellbeing corners where people are feeling a little bit, you know, overwhelmed or just need, you know, 15 minutes out. And I know that sounds utopian, but the, the, the payback that you get on that um, was massive. The team meetings are now more structured and, um, and you, you know, the, and the team building activities that we've we've introduced as well, that we do as part of, we have, there was a PLT um, this week that we had and, um, you know, my colleagues did a fantastic job with the, um, you know, the team building activities and, and just yesterday, hearing the feedback coming back, you know, thank you so much for that. It, was, it meant so much. It, honestly, it's just, yeah, I, I, we're buzzing about it, as you can tell. Very passionate right. about it. <laughs> wonderful. No, that's wonderful. So it sounds as though you've managed to um, uh, make changes in both the per each of the personal uh, well-being for the individuals, uh, for the way the teams have communicated and functioned, uh, and some of the systems uh, uh, as well. So Obviously, um, the little action plan that you uh, worked out at the beginning with the facilitator after your questionnaire was highly influenced by the uh, culture survey as well. Um, yeah. So it's really nice to see the culture survey show all these things at the end of six months, because traditionally people yeah. say you can't see changes of culture so quickly. So that's really nice within six months. Were there any challenges? Because we do we want to give a, an honest view here what what were, were any little challenges um uh, initially at first it was people thinking um oh um I can't possibly do that I haven't got time to do that yeah. um that kind of thing so there, there was that and also as I said a two-week uh, survey uh culture so the temperature check yeah. um oh that'll never happen you know that we can't do that and not be achieved but it just that consistency of knowing it's coming out please do it it, it, it's valuable and and just the communication on the back of it so there was a little bit of, of that so in terms of the challenges I mean I'll be honest we thought are we doing enough for this are we um are we really making a difference as we went went through these things and and when it came to um you know the peer groups where we were getting together oh crikey have we done enough but actually we surprised ourselves how much we'd actually done and that's um, what the, I was just going to say that it's it's really almost pleasing that you thought, gosh, have, we haven't done much, have we done it? Because, yeah. because when you look back, you've done an awful lot. And it's great if it seemed as though at the time it wasn't that hard. It was, there were small things, but they built up is what I'm getting yeah. at. 
to finish with, really, um, uh, sounds as though you're really enthused with it, thankfully, but would you think that this is worthwhile for other practices? Would you recommend it to other practices? What would be your comments for anybody who's wondering whether to apply for the programme? I think you, you, you need to understand your reasons for going into it in the first place. Um, and you need to realise that you do have to dedicate some time and commitment to it. Um, the time and commitment um, is as little or as much as you want it to be. And that will determine how much or how little you get out of it. Um, but from our perspective, um, if I was, um, if I, well, I have actually already spoken to a couple of other colleagues, some of the practices and said, maybe you think about this and, uh, you know, it, this could benefit you. From our experience, the, I'm so glad we've done it. Um, the team are so much more uh, cohesive. Um, I'm not going to tell you fibs because we were quite a strong team before, mm. not in all yeah. areas, but in, in most areas. Um, but it's it's just it's just um, it reinforced that and um, and I do believe that it stops some people from from leaving the practice or leaving general practice. Yeah. I genuinely believe that. Well, keeping uh, uh, retaining staff is as, oh. as as important, if not more, than uh, recruiting, isn't it? So that's brilliant yeah. if you've managed to uh, re uh, retain after the turnover. I think that. Yeah. Well. Thanks very much, Joe. Um, and uh, hopefully uh, we'll uh, have other people hearing this and being inspired to uh, uh, to look at the programme um, and see whether it's for them. But thanks once again. Yeah. Thank you. No problem. Okay.